Welcome to Monday Morning Moments. I'm Mike Van Hooser. Today, I wanted to talk about fatherhood and specifically some tips on being the best father that you can be. And I think it's really appropriate given that Father's Day was yesterday. Uh, We didn't do a podcast last week because I was on a high school beach retreat with our church with 2,600 high school students. And I had 10 guys in my condo and their high school graduates who were getting ready to launch into the next stage of their career. You know, when I think about fathers, I think, first of all, about God being the perfect father to me. And then I think about my grandfather, and I think about coaches who stepped in and made a true impact in my life. I didn't have a father growing up. My parents were divorced at an early age. And the role that some of these men played in my life were just incredible. And they were awesome, and they were eternal differences that they made in my life. And so I wanted to share with you some principles about being the best father that you can be. But these principles are applicable no matter what role you play in life, if you're a mother, a leader, a person of influence. And I think it's really important that we focus on these types of things to make a deeper difference in the lives of other people. And specifically when we talk about fathers in the role of young men and young women in their kids that they're growing up to launch into uh, adulthood. So the first thing that I want to share and the first tip is being present. And you hear us talk about that a lot on this podcast and in blog articles, but being present in the moment. And I think we have to be present, not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And this is one thing I really tried to do with my boys along the way, and especially as they played sports, is to be present uh, with them. And uh, a lot of times I was coaching them in sports that they were playing. And I would see dads on the sidelines, they were there physically but they weren't there mentally and emotionally and spiritually supporting their kids. They might be talking on the phone or checking their phone for emails. And it was really sad one day as practice ended and I saw one of the boys walk off and I overheard the conversation he was having with his dad. And he said, dad, if you're gonna be here, be here, be present. Um, If you're not, just don't come at all. And he had noticed while he was practicing that his dad was on the phone and really turned away from practice and wasn't watching anything that was going on. And I think that it's so important that, you know, we're there uh, present in those conversations and the practices and the activities they have uh, at conversations around the dinner table to be fully present in the moment uh, with our kids. I think the second thing that's important about being the best father that you can be is to be engaged and that's related to being present, but it's to take the next step of being active, fully engaged in what they're doing. And there's several areas of life that we need to be engaged in. And the first one is be engaged in their life. You know, what are they doing? Who are they hanging out with? Do those people know us and do we know them? And it's really important that we know them and we know what their life is around. We need to be engaged in their interest. What are they interested in? Those same interests may not be our interests, but if they're interested in something, be engaged in that. Ask them questions about that. Support them. Attend activities that they do. And then also a third thing would be activities that they have um, to be supportive of them. Maybe you're going to step up and coach them in those activities. Uh, that's something I always tried to do. And there were certain activities where I felt like they had a really good coach in that area. But I coached them almost in every sport, 
basketball was my main sport. So I coached them for 15 years across the five boys and maybe a little bit longer uh, when we take into consideration AAU activities and other things, but really tried to be a coach to them and their friends, uh, but also support them in all the activities that they had. But whatever their life is about, be engaged in that and make sure that you're not just over here engaged in your own activities and your own life, but be a leader and be engaged in their activities as well. A third area is to be an effective listener. And this is so, so important, especially that we listen to what they say and what's not being said as well. And I wanna break this down into some sub bullets as well about being an effective listener. There are kind of three or four things that I wanna share around that. But the first one is to ask versus tell. Ask versus tell. I think so many times as a parent, as a, as a father, we wanna tell them things. And sometimes those are really great things. Sometimes those are things where we're disciplining them and telling, I wanna tell you this, and I've told you this many, many times, and you've gotta do this. But a lot of times, I think we need to balance that with asking and asking questions. You know, sometimes it might be, well, why did you do that? But it might be asking their perspective or point of view on certain things. And all of these things relate to gathering context. When you're becoming an effective listener, asking questions can help you to gather context to then communicate the points that you want to communicate with them and also find out a little bit more about what they're doing and their perspective and their point of view and their growth as well. A second area of being an effective listener is listen versus speak. It's related to ask versus tell. Listen versus speak. Listening to what's going on versus always feeling like we have to speak. And when we listen, don't listen with the intent to speak, um, just to give them an option where it's like a tennis match going back and forth. But listen again to gather context and listen to things that are being said and things that aren't being said as well. A third area of being an effective listener, there's kind of these sub bullets is observe versus opine, which is not really a word that we use in everyday language, but observe, observe versus opine. To opine is to give your opinion. And when you opine about that, you're just going on and on and on about your opinion. And maybe you feel like that as a father, you've had to give your opinion a bunch, a bunch of times because you feel like it's not sinking in. But I think sometimes we have to step back from that and observing what's going on in their lives and also recognize growth in their lives. Because so many times we are opining with our opinion about certain things that we don't observe that they're growing in that area. And the things that we're trying to communicate with them and how we're trying to grow them as leaders and into adults is actually happening. And so observing and taking a step back and not always feeling like we have to interject uh, with something is really, really important that we spend time observing and becoming curious uh, about their lives and about how they're growing uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. And then the last part about uh, becoming an effective listener is seek to understand and then be understood. And that's one of the seven habits of highly effective people that Stephen Covey has written about and spoken about. But seeking to understand versus being understood. And I think so many times we want to be understood in those conversations, but we need to seek to understand them because they're gonna shut down and not communicate with us if we're not seeking to understand them. If we're always trying to be understood in a conversation and we don't really care or show time and give space that we care about what they have to say, then 
this is going to be a lecture and it's not something that they're going to learn from. So seeking to understand them is really under, is really good. Know that they can be heard facts and feelings that we're understanding that and then communicating that point to be understood. And when we seek to understand first, then the things that we want to be understood about um, are more are heard, but they're also incorporated into their lives more easily because they feel heard. And then they'll uh, listen to what you have to say and they'll incorporate that into their lives as well. So all of those sub bullets are underneath being an effective listener. And kind of the fourth area that I think is a tip for becoming the best father that you can be is to be a leader. And again, not as a cliche, but to lead out. And there's some sub bullets I want to talk about, about being a leader. And the first one is to show them. If, you know, there are things that you're trying to teach them along the way, showing them and allowing them to catch those. Sometimes lessons are easily more caught than taught. And so I think it, you know, the first thing is to demonstrate that. If you want them to be a leader in a certain area, if you want them to show mutual respect, if you want them to live a life of integrity, then make sure you're doing that and demonstrate what that looks like. If you want them to be engaged and speak to people and have great interpersonal skills or to be an encourager. Make sure you're doing that, not only publicly, but privately when you're around them as well. Because I've seen some people live two different lives where they're being a leader and showing that kind of in a, from a public front. But when they get home, they become a different person. and They're not showing that at home. And people see the real you when you're at home. And so make sure that you're showing that in all aspects of life about what it means to be a leader and how to lead out in certain things that are important that you're trying to teach them along the way. The second thing is then teaching. So we want them not only to be taught, uh, catch those things, but also to be taught. And so teaching them is really important. So if they see you doing something, create time and space for them to ask questions about that. How did you become an encourager? Or how do you speak to certain people? I want to learn how to do that. Or maybe it's, you know, something technical as far as a skill or something that you have. Don't just take it for granted that they should be able to develop in that area. Sit down and teach them those principles and make sure that you're working with them to understand that. And sometimes they're afraid to ask because they think it might just become so natural uh, for you and it becomes so natural for you um, that they are afraid to ask. But create time and space for them to ask those questions and then to allow time to teach them in a simple way. The third thing is building. So they're catching things, they're, you're teaching them things, they're taught, but also build into them the leadership skills that you want them to have. And always look at the process of them becoming kind of a young man or young woman and then into becoming an adult is that you're building them to become a leader, whatever that looks like. And so build in them the right thoughts, the right habits, the right actions, so that they develop a lifestyle of leadership in certain areas, whether it be core values that are important to you and y'all's family, whether it's spiritual growth that you're trying to build in them, but make sure that you're building in those habits because you don't want to reach a point, and like I was with these high school graduates um, this past week, and where they're trying to launch off and they haven't developed the right habits about how to have a quiet time or how to uh, do a budget or some of the things that they're going to need that are great life skills. Those habits need to be built along the way so that you're not kind of doing that at the end of, you know, kind of, I hope they got it or, hey, the last week before you're moving them into the dorm here, here's something you need to learn. Build into them the right habits. 
And I think it's never too late to, to build in those habits. Uh, my, my boys span from college to adulthood right now. And there are certain life things that they're learning now that is a great opportunity for me to build into the, them habits, especially with the ones who are in adulthood where they're reaching certain life decisions. And now's the appropriate time for us to have conversations about that. And I've created a, a space for them to be able to ask questions on how to do certain things as well. And then kind of the fourth thing underneath being a leader is launching them. So you want to show, teach, build, and then launch them into the next stage of life. And this is where they take ownership of the things that you've been trying to teach them, communicate to them, and build them as leaders. Allow them to do that. You know, we, I've heard the quote, you know, we never stop parenting, but there are things that we do that we don't want to keep micromanaging certain things. And they have to own at some point in their life, whatever stage that they're at. And so the launching piece sometimes is the hardest piece for us, but they have to make those decisions on their own. And along the way, you've got to build into them those skills and those techniques and those principles that are going to allow them to launch into the next stage of life, whatever that might look like, whether it's school or you know college or adulthood. And so launching that launch phase of leadership is so important, and that's when we let go and then provide counsel and advice when necessary and needed along the way and allowing them to ask us those questions as we launch them into the next stage of life. So I just want you to think about that a little bit more extended Monday morning moments to today, but I wanted to just share these concepts and these principles with you and whatever role you play of influence that think we can apply these in all aspects of life but they're so needed from fathers today and sometimes um, we don't pursue things by design and kind of by default and hope they get them and i think it's so important that by design that we you know be present be engaged be an effective listener and be a leader for the kids that we have and for our students that we're raising and leaders that we're raising as well, that we focus on those things and that we're fully present in the role that we've been given. I, I know for me, and, and again, growing up without a father, how important it is to my boys to do all of these things. And I'm still journeying through that. There are times when I haven't been fully present or fully engaged or you know, been an effective listener or been a true leader but I, hopefully I've grown along those ways. I've really focused on those four areas to become a more effective father for them. And I just wanna encourage you with that as well. You'll have so many moments, but only so many moments with the kids that you're raising and with your son or daughter. And I just encourage you to make the most of the moments in your life with them, no matter where you are in life. Have a great week.